Hey everybody and welcome back to Breaking It Down. In this episode we're going to return to our lecture series and Dr. Sherry is going to talk to us about sleep. Enjoy. If you're on your second or third cup of coffee this morning, while listening to this podcast, you probably didn't get enough sleep last night and you are not alone. The Center for Disease Control estimates that more than a third of American adults are not getting enough sleep on a regular basis. Some studies are even more disturbing. They quote insufficient sleep in as many as 67% of adults in some areas of the country. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine and the Sleep Medicine Society recommend that adults age 18 to 60 get at least seven hours of shut-eye each night to promote optimal mental and physical health. Now, we all know that lack of sleep can affect our social interactions. It can make us grumpy, make us short-tempered, and it can decrease our productivity and increase our error rate at work. And it can be downright dangerous if you're operating machinery or requiring full concentration while balancing on a beam 30 stories above ground. Data also show that sleeping fewer than seven hours a night is associated with an increased risk of developing high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, diabetes, sleep apnea, and obesity. So let's break it down. Sleep seems like it's a passive phenomenon. We don't really feel like we're doing anything when we sleep. But sleep is the time that our body uses to repair itself both mentally and physically. Sleep is controlled by the circadian rhythm, our natural internal clock, which is synced to external cycles like light and dark and the drive to eat. The cells that make up the clock are located in an area of the brain directly behind the eyes. Parenthetically, people who are totally blind do not experience normal feedback loop because they cannot send light as an environmental signal to the appropriate processing centers in the brain. This is the basis for the syndrome known as non-24. The circadian rhythm is regulated by genes, two of the more important ones known as period or per and timeless, or TIM for short. In the early part of the cycle, these genes begin to code for messenger RNA that code for proteins with the same names as the genes. All of this is occurring in the cell cytoplasm. But in order to be effective, the two proteins need to migrate to the command center of the cell, known as the nucleus. To do this, they must cross the nucleus's boundary wall, called its cell membrane. By themselves, Per and Tim are unstable and are broken down rapidly. So to accomplish their goal, they must fit together like puzzle or Lego pieces to create a new, more stable entity. Once inside the cell, the proteins then turn off the genes, completing the feedback loop. This process takes roughly 24.1 hours to complete. Sound complicated? It is, and that's just part of the story. While we sleep, the body is also repairing damage, amping up the immune system and releasing hormones and messengers from the gut that affect the brain's hunger, satiety, and pleasure centers. When you don't get enough sleep or constantly change your sleep cycle as do shift workers, the body's messages get confused and the signals, for example, for hunger can be ramped up. We all have experienced that. When we're tired, we eat more, trying to gain more energy resulting in unnecessary or unwanted weight gain. Excessive weight is also an independent variable for heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and sleep apnea. So, how can you improve your sleep so that you can be the most productive and healthy version of yourself, and so that you can have more energy for the things you like to do and be more present and available to your friends and family? First of all, leave your devices in another room. 
The light from phones, computers, and TVs confuses the circadian rhythm because the devices rely on something known as blue wavelengths. Now, blue wavelengths are beneficial during daylight hours because they boost attention, reaction time, and mood, but that's exactly what you don't need when you're powering down for the night. And by the way, you may also find that you won't fall apart if you miss a text. Make sure you exercise, but not too close to bedtime. The endorphin and adrenaline rush too close to bed will prevent you from getting the Z's you need. During the week, try to cut off meals at least two hours before bedtime. Eating too late disrupts the gut-brain biofeedback loop, decreases metabolic efficiency, causes insulin resistance and weight gain. Eat lighter meals on the weekends when you're realistically likely to be eating or snacking late at night. Avoid caffeine. Create an environment that's sleep conducive. Light candles if they relax you. Surround yourself with comfy pillows if that's your thing. Make sure the temperature in your room is right for you. Get a good mattress. If you take these actions, set these goals, and stick to them, you are taking the first step to a better you. You will have more confidence by knowing you can set goals and keep them. And by getting more sleep, you'll have more energy to accomplish things during the day and will have better focus with friends, family, at work, and for hobbies. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Get a good night's sleep tonight. Until next time, this is Dr. Sherry reminding you to live each day with passion, compassion, and introspection.